29 years old and she has enough titles to perhaps span a lifetime. A Kabaddi athlete for the national team, a beauty pageant title holder, and a lieutenant at the Korea Army Special Warfare Command. As you can imagine, she has quickly risen as a source of inspiration for many young women, and we had to ask the source herself, what motivates her to keep going and pursue her dreams at the highest level? We're now joined by Ms. Uijin Biazirum. Thank you so much for joining us, Uijin. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Based on your outfit today, I, I can tell you're coming from training. Right. Um, I just finished my training like one hour ago, and I just took really super quick shower and just got into this dream interview. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us. Let's jump right in because I think it might be an understatement to say that you have such an impressive career already, but perhaps first and foremost, you have to talk about Kabaddi, uh, the sport that you've decided to dedicate your life to. It was added, I believe, to the Asian Games in 1990, so it feels relatively new for most of us. So can you explain the event? Sure. Um... Um, Kabaddi is a um, typical group sport. It consists with seven people. And these seven people also consist with the um, four main defender and three main um, offender. And each team has to give and take their turn and go for the offender. And next time we go for the defender. An offender, they can get the top points by touch. Um, offender can touch any part of the um, defender's body and clothes or hairs or whatever. And if they touch the one person and they got one point, but if they touch the um three person, the four person, and that's more, they can, can get same um, exact amounts of the touch points. And for the defender, they can catch the offender with using their arms or leg or whatever. And they got the clean catch, which means offender cannot go back to their court and they got the one point five defender. So and it, it goes for um keep um turning the and uh, turning the offender and defender and and especially for um women's kabaddi um for the first time we have 15 minutes and the second time for the 15 minutes in between them they have a five minute break which is for the half times and the men's kabaddi has 20 minutes for the first half and second half also for the 20 minute and has the same five minutes for the half times I mean, based on just the short clips, I think five minutes is way too short. <laughs> it just looks so physically demanding. Maybe you need 15, 20 minutes. I mean, uh, uh, honestly, because I I'm a complete newbie to the event, right. so many questions like, uh, you know, what's okay and what's not. I mean, it looks really aggressive. So how how does a referee call foul, for example? Right. Um, Because um, it's very um difficult to judge. That this offender got really touched the other persons or not. So that's why we have a lot of um judge or referees there. We don't we have like one um referee and two umpire, and they have also the assistant squirrel and assistant umpire. So pretty much we have like eight judges for the one game. So like all around our court, they have all the different referees there. And for the penalties, which is um the uh when they see the um offender, they try to touch the touch the other defender by using their um kick motions or toe touch or hand touch or whatever. But if the judges think that it has um more typical pose of the um 
attacking you know you know um kabaddi is re re related with the um um touch you know you know just use your hand or towel by touching it's not like attacking the someone mm -hmm. so if judge you think that is has more you know um possibility for the injury and if they think it's too much for the touching it's just we can see that it's not a touch it's like a tackle then they can give it more the penalty you know wow. so for same as the defender you know because they have to catch the offender but if they you know using their hands and holding the um close to pull outs or you know pulling the someone someone's hairs like this then oh. maybe also give the tackle of you know penalty points for them I mean, it moves fast, so I can see why you would need so many umpires and, and essential right. referees to see if, if in fact, it was more aggressive in nature to tackle an attack as opposed to just tap out. Uh, this is just scratching the surface, but we had to explain to our listeners. Um, but I think what might interest our listeners more is how you got involved in the sporting of kabaddi it's not a popular sport in south korea it's not well known and frankly speaking it might even be underfunded for the national korean team so what motivated you to join right um to be honest like i also the one of the person that i didn't even know what was the kabaddi is because i used to play the track and field and in the hurdle and also I did, um, I spent for like three years for doing stunt training as national player in Korea. And when I got, in, when I in, um, turned out for 20, I had some opportunities to travel all around the world. And I went like some of the country in Europe and Asian and some of the country in, in Eastern or, you know, and India was one of my, you know, my, one of my country that I have I I went for the trouble and I actually just think that I just maybe stop by India for like a four days or five days because I just want to see you know their cultures and I just want to try some kind of curry and stuff you know do some kind of yoga I never expected I just got into this kind of new sports club about but <laughs> you know, when I just you know got above into the uh some kind of uh main street in the New Delhi I, I saw some of, you know, very young children, they are playing some kind of sports with using some kind of small court in the playground. I see they using some kind of, you know, some kind of, I don't know what it's called, some kind of pumpil powder, you know? Talks. Okay. Right, chalks. So they're using the chalks powder to making some kind of line on the ground and they just divide into two teams and they try to some kind of touch someone and got some points or whatever so i just started curious what what is this supposed so i asked them and they said this is kabaddi and it's very familiar in india just like same as national schools in there so it was kind of culture shock for me and also got very interesting uh you know very interested for this kind of new schools for me and i i know like what i am good at the, especially in the sport, I don't have like much strong power or physical strength, but I have more um, good at speeding and jumping and stuff. But I just started thinking if, if I'm starting this sport, I think I'm I'm kind of like good at, you know, doing this kind of sport, which is called kabaddi. I just you know feel like um I can use my you know physical ability to do good at this kind of sport. So. 
when I come back to Korea, I just try to search where I can start this boat's club body. And they have association, which is located in the Bhutan. And I just try to contact them and I just introduce myself and I just tell them that I just want to try out for this body. And they just ask me, they just let me in their training sessions and just try to, I just, you know, you know, naturally start this post. And the, a year after I just selected one of national player in Kabaddi, it was like 2015, I think. And from that time, I just kept doing this Kabaddi for like, since right now. <laughs> I don't believe in things like destiny. It's too sappy, but oh. your story makes me believe otherwise. Maybe you are destined to be India. You say it so nonchalantly, but to find yeah. your calling on a on a trip, that's that sounds so effortless and amazing that you were able to accomplish so much. Uh, um, because we're always crunched on time, I, I want to sort of, sort of uh, skip along to our fifth question for the day. Can we talk a little bit about your experience winning a place in Miss Korea pageant? It is arguably the biggest and the longest running pageant in Korea. You were named first runner-up Miss Korea's Hun in 2019. I understand you also competed in Miss Earth. Uh, from an aspiring Kabaddi player to Miss Korea, I, I really fail to see an obvious link there. Uh, what inspired you to compete in a beauty pageant? Well, um, <laughs> I don't know how, how, how I can start with this stories about this, participating in Miss Korea beauty pageants. But um, you know, uh, I I I I was um, I I never think that the word beauty is kind of fit with my career because I I I actually spend most of my time to doing some kind of sports like the you know track and field and stunt shooting and I also major major in engineering so oh. I also the one of you know you know student that who studying really hard in some kind of like engineering and mechanism and other math and economic and stuff. So I I didn't have much opportunity to spend time to to do something, you know, do something related with the beauty, you know, wearing some fancy clothes and doing makeup. <laughs> it's all of my stuff, you know. Just go out and just running and do studying. That's my stuff. But at the time, uh, my there was two two uh, friends in my university who is very close with me, and they actually write down the uh, applications <laughs> which noticed me. They actually capture my pictures and put it on the application. They put the uh, other heights and my weights by their guessing, and just you know submitted the application. Is two weeks later, I just got some kind of text messages that I just got into this um first preliminary rounds in the Busan Ulsan Yesom. So I was a super surprised and I I also kind of mad at that. But <laughs> I started thinking that I think it probably have it probably is a very good opportunities to go out for the more bigger media and to shout out for my you know unfamiliar schools which is talk about because at the time most of the people they don't know what was Kabaddi is. So I used to spend most of my time to explain what this Kabaddi is and how we can do this Kabaddi. But even though buying our buying our effort, mostly they don't really interested in my spokes. So I just started thinking, Miss Korea is such a big beauty pageant, which is I can just um go out for the more bigger media and then see more many people's 
uh, to advertise my exposed kabaru. And the second reason why I participated in this reading patterns was, you know, to be honest, I had a lot of, I just got a lot of stereotypes or um, limitations about the woman soldiers or woman athletes in the past time. You know, um, I, I don't know like why, why some of the people they say that and they say, say that because um they try to say in front of me that um uh, you're a woman and why you want to be the soldiers because I do think that you have a more better ability when you compare with the men's and and you're the woman athletes and I don't think that you can just you don't have like much more better physical strength than the men athletes. Mm, I know it um and those kind of stereotypes i i i didn't really believe that but i just want to i just want to tell my um thinking standard like uh, my thoughts because even though like i'm the female i'm the woman but i i i think i can do anything better than men you know i have more better physical strength and i'm, I'm also better at the shooting and any kind of military um things and I, and I also, I can more, I, I, um, I don't know, like I can also use my um, abilities to do anything, you know, it's not like a matters of the, you know, sexuality, it's this matters of the, the different peoples and different pe people's personality and their ability. I don't, I don't really like, a, like their, um, you know, stereotypes and why they're thinking like because of there we don't have we have different sexuality that means we have different ability so i just want to go off for the media and also say this kind of my thoughts you know even though i'm the female but i can do anything and it and i have more better ability into any kind of field like it can be the military and it can be the athlete it can be the sports or it can be the study so that's the most of uh, biggest reason why this got challenging in this kind of beauty pageants but i don't know why but i think i'm i was so lucky because i got that first runner up in there and because of that i i could also um you know become more become the person that who can more influence the many peoples in this many other way so right now i'm kind of like glad with that so. And sometimes I forget that even beauty pageants can be empowering. Um, I think we like to take apart beauty pageants. I mean, there are certain aspects of it that we think it's dated. We think maybe it's shallow. But there are people like you who can use a platform to empower other women and, and men too, whoever is watching in. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Because you brought it up so effortlessly, you also served as a lieutenant at the Korean Army Special Warfare Command. We call Tikjansai in Korean. That is in incredible. Uh, we hear that you didn't just pass the exam with flying colors, you topped the physical fitness tests when joining the special forces. And that's not measured by standards set for just female or male candidates separately, but the same set of standards. How unusual is that achievement? And what was that process like? Um, so especially in the army, which is in the Yukon, we have um, different uh, physical task standard, which is between the female and male. But, you know, I spent most of my lifetime for doing some kind of sports. So what was my proud was my physical strength at this time. So I don't want to like fit my um, physical strength to be some, some into the like a female task rate. So I just, I just try to do my best as I can and bring that past time. And I just got but all all of um those three tasks measured, I just got the um 
highest rates, uh, which is same as the Namdun uh, Tikkupijun. And I think that also affects me and also also affects me a lot to get into the Tikjun Sapude, which is special welfare. Because Tikjun Sapude has a lot of different missions and a lot of things that you have to use in your physical strength and ability and also your knowledge. And I think it also has to be based on your physical strength. And that was one of my proud. So uh, when whenever like we, we are doing physical on test, I always like, try to be do bidding with the men, not like bidding with the woman. Peach and I can't believe we're running out of time. We were ambitious with our questions. <laughs> Uh, so, of course, you're here to talk about your sporting event, Kabaddi, definitely, to talk up your team for the upcoming Asian Games. So maybe let's skip along to our last question. You've taken on so many challenges already. It's clearly a source of major inspiration for many here in Korea. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've set your eyes on your next set of goals, but what's next for Ehejin as an athlete and clearly a woman who wears so many hats? Well, um... <laughs> You know, like, especially these days, I just got a lot of um, requests from the medias for the interview. And mostly they ask me the exact same questions, which is, what, what is your next step? What What is your next challenging after the Asian Games 2023? But always, like I said, at the moment, I don't know, because um, uh, this um, Asian game has a lot of meaning for me, because... Because as you know, I was used to be a uh, part of the military as second, a uh, first lieutenant. But um, you know, I just you know give up for my job and just jump into the this kabaddi as athletes again. Because I think because we didn't get any medal from you know four years ago, the Asian Games two thousand eighteen, especially for women team. We were more like close to the bronze medal, but you know, unfortunately, we didn't get any medal from there. And it that memory keeps in my brain and minds. You know, even though during my missions in the military, I also went for Lebanon as peacekeeper for you know contingent missions. And during that eight months contingent journey, I cannot I cannot like uh, stop thinking for more stop thinking about my Kabaddi career because I I actually got mostly I just got the gold medal or first runner from any other matches or competitions for only for the Asian team I, I we didn't get any medal from there and it just affects me a lot and it also just keep wakes me up you know so I just thinking that I think this is my last chance to challenge myself for the Asian Games medal so that means this time and these um these um Asian game has a lot of meaning for me. So it so I cannot think of anything else except this Asian game at the moment. So I think I can maybe think of another my career, another stuff after the Asian game, which is maybe like three or four weeks later. But at the moment, like I don't have any plan B for my career so far. <laughs> I think that's completely fair. Um, again, best of luck on your training, Hijun. Thank you so much for taking out the time of your busy schedule to join us. And we'll be rooting for you at the Asian Games. Clearly, it's a big stakes game for you. Best of luck. Here it was my big pleasure to talk to you. And I thank you for having me for, for the one of the interview today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.